we're back. This week's episode was delayed. We had some stuff, mostly Jay. We had a really busy week at work, and I was pretty busy at work too, so we didn't really coordinate as well as we could have. So the episode's a little late, you know, but it happens. We can't always make it every single week, but we try. So this week, it's a little later, you know. So uh, with that being said... Let's get into the show. This week's going to be listeners' requests, people that listen to the show that have, uh, I wanted to have them giving us some feedback on some of the stuff they wanted to hear. So we're going to do that this week. I also have some news that I feel ashamed that I did not know was Brian Maldry got out of prison about a month and a half ago, and uh, we didn't let you guys know like we should have. But uh, that brother's out, and hopefully if anybody's listening to him that knows him, tells him uh, to, you know, we like to have him on the show. He can talk about his band, some of the songs that he had wrote. Maybe he's wrote some new stuff. Uh, I don't know. You know, it's possible. He might have wrote some new stuff. More than likely, I'm assuming he wrote some new songs while he was there in the pen. I mean, 10 years is a long time. Sure, he had plenty of time to write some new songs. So, uh, hopefully we'll hear from him soon if any of the listeners... Anybody that listens to the show, knows them, you know, tell them, check the show out. And obviously you can tell them to email us at uh, thorson828 at gmail.com or jhate at mail.com. Either one will be fine because it'll get to us and we'll get it on to it. And we'll definitely make sure that we get them on here. And that'd be a really nice way to say welcome back. Unfortunately, like I said... Uh, I kind of dropped the ball on it. Should have been keeping up on dude's uh, release date so we could have had a party for him when he got out or something. But, you know, hopefully we'll be able to get a hold of him and be able to have some kind of party for him now that he's out. All right, let me get into the music then. So, the very first block is a request from Dirk from Tinnitus Records. And his three songs that he picked was Kindred Spirit, Welcome to the show is the song. It's a RAC battle, uh, sorry, ballads from Britain, Sweden, and it's off the album Carry the Flame, released back in 1997 by Nordland Records. This band was a project of No Remorse and Swastika. Should be some really good stuff. Uh, both really good bands. Definitely probably some of the best, one of the two top bands out there from the 90s. Definitely a lot of, a lot of the older folks know and listen to them. I don't know that Kindred Spirit was quite as popular as each individual band. I'm guessing not. It's uh, more of a ballad, acoustic stuff, so wasn't probably quite as popular. So, well, anyways, you know, like I said, it's good because I haven't actually really heard much Kindred Spirit, so this will be good for me to check out and listen to it because I haven't really heard a whole lot of it. So that'll be nice. And then uh, the next song is going to be from Max Resist and the Hooligans because <laughs> this is off the very first. A uh, little EP that they did, Traders Beware, and his RAC off the Traders Beware EP released back in 1993 by Crowbar Records. It was originally recorded under the band name Hawken Cross back in 1988. That was released on a demo back then. And the very next band is going to be Rahoa with the song America Goes Down, and they are RAC from Canada, and it was off the album Cult to the Holy War which was released in 1995 by Resistance Records. And then Chris is going to be up next with the Drunk and Hateful Report. All right, 
that's it for this block, folks. We'll see you on the other side. 88. Where it began Wherever we played The enemy ran We took up the flag And played to the crowd The state and terror We never have found Oh, hello, hello White rock and roll Welcome to the white power show Hello, hello White rock and roll This national army Wherever we go Down, took Europe by storm The weather was bitter but the welcome was warm Got the call cause we took the stands They're all in one colour at the nationalist dance Oh, hell, hell, white rock and roll Welcome to the white power show Hell, hell, white rock and roll is national army wherever we go America that heard the sound The press had gone crazy No remorse are in town So to all the supporters We are proud We'll carry on playing Keep it strong and play it loud Hell, hell, white rock and roll Welcome to the white power show Hell, hell, white rock and roll This nasty army Where we go
Here's old Lonesome Jones, and I've got a serious question for y'all this week. Who put the bump in the bump shabomp shabomp, and who put the damn in the goddamn dangalang dangalang dangalang? I bet you it was a nigger. I'm so goddamn tired of hearing about fucking niggers. I, I don't watch TV, but everybody I know does. And they are so tired of seeing niggers on TV. Anyway, I don't know where I'm going with this. Because apparently this is a request fucking week. And this request that old Jay Hate sent me is Charlie's request. Man, I don't know what Charlie this is. I've known quite a few Charlies in my life. I actually know a whole lot of Charlies right now. Motherfucker, how many people can name a fucking kid Charlie? God damn, man. Are you naming him after Charlie Brown? Are you that big of a fan? I don't understand it. Anyway. This first one. Actually, I'm going to I'm gonna just do all three of them in a row. Because I'm drunker than dog shit. And uh, I don't give a fuck. So I'm going to do all three of these songs right smack in a row. And sorry, Jay Hate. <laughs> you just fucking just do what you gotta do dude anyway the first one is final war god damn i love final war man i was just asking to do a final war song and i wish i could but man i'm i'm just so fucking busy right now anyway this song's called tales of honor fucking killer song i think this is probably the best album they ever did it was that glory unending I, I I don't know. I think I, I know for a fact it was the first album I ever heard from him. I don't know if it was their first album, 
but it was back in uh, 2002 by that old fucking Panzerfaust Records. Them cocksuckers. Them some bitches. Let's not even fucking go there. Anyway, second band is Lanzer. And man, I'm going to try to pronounce this, but y'all know I'm a dumbass fucking redneck, so fucking don't get your fucking hopes up. It's Walwater Voten. It's fucking, it's good music from Germany off the album Das Reich Kult Vida, I guess. Self-released by the band back in 92, and it has been released many times since then by various labels. That's what Jay, Jay Hate sent me. <laughs> he sent me all these little notes. <laughs> Thank God, because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Anyway, third song, goddamn motherfuckers, this is our fucking anthem. Screwdriver, white fucking power! And it's fucking R.A.C., and you know where they're from, goddamn Britain. And it says it's off the album, We've Got the Power. I've never even heard that. I don't even know what the fuck that is. And it was released in 87 by Viking Records. I have no fucking clue. Sounds good to me, though. Anyway, back to Charlie. Who the fuck's Charlie? Hey, Charlie, what's up? Do I know you? Ben, I know a lot of Charlies. Anyway, that's it for this week, fellas. Hope you like Enjoy it.
it's too late. The last saw you just heard was screwdriver white power. The next block is going to be from Troy, good, good old friend from Canada, old Troy Odinson. And his first song is going to be Patty Tarleton, The Rats Ain't Hiding in the Walls No More, Folk, uh, folk Off the Diversity. No, no, okay, folk. It's folk music off the CD. Diversity is Our Strength, which was an EP released in 2016 by American Defense Records. All right, well, thank you for the way you wrote that. That was really fucking confusing, and it made me sound like a fucking jackass. But I fixed it for you, so there you go. <clears throat> All right. Now, Troy requested some Moon Man bullshit, and uh, as I've said a thousand times, I don't play fucking rap on this show. There ain't no rap gonna be played on Moon Man. I don't give a flying fuck if it's parody rap or it's some kind of joke. We're not playing it. So instead, I replaced it with People Haters, No More Gorillas, because that's also a comedic song. And, uh, you know, he likes, he wants to listen to some stuff that's funny. We can throw some People Haters on there because he got a lot of good stuff. Anyways, it's RAC slash kind of comedic. And it was off the album Bling Bling, released back in 2010 by Strong Survive Records. I'm questioning that one. I guess. I don't know. I thought that fucking CD came out well before that and came out on Panzerfaust, but I don't know. You know, it could be. And then his very last song that he wanted to hear was Prussia, the Prussian Blue with the song The Stranger, which was ballads and rock off the album The Path We Choose, released in 2005 by Resistance Records. And so there you go. We'll throw back to the, the twins there when they were still... Into the scene before I would say their mother pushed them out by putting them on a goddamn TV shows and all this other shit to spotlight those kids instead of just kind of letting them uh, grow up into it. I don't know. I mean, I really shouldn't say since they're not, I can't read their mind, but uh, that seemed to be what there was uh, happening there. That them kids didn't like end up having to get all that hate that they were getting from all these different outlets and these different people. So, I don't know. My advice or suggestion would be to anyone that has children that is pro-white and stuff and wants to be involved to limit their involvement to stuff that's not going to put them out on the front line and have them getting all the hate from our, all our people, the, the, all the fucking scumbags that oppose us and stuff, to let your kids kind of like help behind the scenes and do stuff that way because I mean there was Lynx and Lamb and then you had uh, Don Black's kid that was out there in the spotlight too and they all turned whereas I know other people whose parents still taught them raised them right into our beliefs and are still into they're still true to the cause but they were also weren't you know pushed out into the forefront as being spokesman people for our cause at such a young age you know you should give them a choice I think there are not even so much a choice as your parent I think you should protect them from being fucking harassed and beat up by the fucking media and all the other people. I mean, yeah, sure, they're not physically being beat up, but as a child getting that kind of emotional abuse and people hurling insults and constantly sending those kids emails and letters and everything else that they used to have to go through, that's not really what you want to have as a parent. And I mean, I'm sure that, uh, you know, April didn't do it intentionally thinking, yeah, I'm going to fuck my kids up by having them be on TV and they're going to get all this fucking hate and notoriety, it was probably she thought it was great that they were wanting to be part of the cause and they were stepping up and taking, you know, 
wanting to step up and be in the limelight and kind of help push the college forward and really do something worthwhile for it. But I don't know, as a parent, I would have she would have been like, eh, you know, it's, I don't want you guys getting harassed and fucking constantly fucking, you know, you know what I mean, just constantly being fucking bothered by the news media and the rest of them. Better off to let them kind of live a semi, you know, a normal life to where you're teaching your kids everything they need to know and not having to be out there being in that spotlight to where they're getting constantly, like you said, that was basically what happened with them too. I know, know for a fact that was what was happening because I was talking to people that were friends with them, girls that were the same age, uh, same, same age group around the same people, hanging out with a lot of the same kids and they knew that's what the fuck was going on. So that was kind of a big reason why they wanted to step away from that shit and go fucking be potheads and get on TV and denounce their moms so they could go to college and not get harassed by the fucking news media. And I mean, it's, you know, that's the way it's going to happen. Those kids are going to feel that pressure. And I mean, <clears throat> you might say, well, it's just because they're girls. And sure, you might have some point there. But at the same time, Don Black's boy also did the same thing, denounced. And now he's making tours because he wanted to get accepted. He wanted to be, you know, once he was in college, he decided he wanted to actually get accepted and not be that pariah that everybody was pointing at saying, oh, yeah, there goes that Klansman's son over there. There goes that fucking Nazi and shit. So he changed to, you know, obviously get accepted by his peers at fucking college. I mean, it's clear that's what happened from reading all the interviews that he did afterwards about why he changed. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, you really felt... You really saw the error of the ways. No, you realized that uh, if you wanted to be accepted in mainstream society, you had to fucking toe the line and kiss the fucking ring at a Jew, and that's what you did. And, I mean, you know, I'm not saying that it's good. I'm not trying to defend them or make excuses for them. I guess it kind of sounds like it, but the reality is, is, you know, children aren't equipped for that kind of shit, right? That's the reason why they indoctrinate our children at such a young age to get them to fucking turn against us and get turn against our beliefs, and why they're pushing that whole fucking whiteness is a disease and whiteness and all this, uh, you know, being white privilege and everything else. That's why they've been pushing it so hard until the younger ages, because in college they are getting too much resistance. They think, well, we're getting too much resistance. These kids are getting older, they're starting to ignore us. They're they're starting to do this whole fucking Trump MAGA. Alt right shit. We can't have that. We got to push earlier and younger. We got to start pushing it in high school and junior high and grade school. And that's the reason why they're doing it because they know the kids are susceptible. And if you're putting your kids in there and not paying attention to what they're being taught in school, you're going to end up fucking coming home one day and your children will hate you and call you a fucking horrible, bigoted, Nazi, racist, etc. So obviously you got to be paying attention to what's fucking happening in your school. You can't just let these uh, fucking teachers who, you know, they may not all be, I'm not going to say they're all communists, but the leadership and the teachers unions definitely are fucking hardcore lefty commie types that are fucking anti-white as it gets. So, you know, you need to be paying attention to what the fuck's going on in your kids' schools, is what I'm saying. And I would not put your kids out there on the front lines on the enemy. <laughs> you know, you don't want to put them out on the front lines, letting them fight the enemy. That's, uh, if they want to recruit their friends and stuff like that, that's cool. They do it with their little circle, their little friends groups and stuff like that, not out there on TV so they can fucking sit there and have their pictures plastered all over the place and be getting the shit. You know, you're you're the parents, you're the you're the ones that are supposed to be protecting them from all that shit. So, you know, you get what I'm saying? You got you people know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm not fucking you know, you you gotta understand what I'm saying. I mean, and like you say, 
to be fair to her, I don't think she really realized how bad the fucking heat was going to come on to her and her family. So, you know, mistakes are made. People do that shit. It happens, you know. You think, hey, we got a good message. Our fucking message is pure. We're, we're good. We're, we're righteous. We're not hateful. We're this, we're that, we're everything else. We're definitely, no, we've never said nigger. Or we've never said kike. Or we've never said any of this stuff. We've always just talked about pro-white stuff and how we how we looking out for our own kind and we don't have problems with other races. We just want to be able to uh, elevate our own people and have pride in ourselves and live our own lives. Well, you know, that doesn't really matter to them because the enemy still doesn't care. They're still going to harass you endlessly. There is no amount of good optics that's ever going to get you to the point to where the enemy is going to say, oh, well, you know what, hey, you're right. You just want to have your own homeland. You just want to have some peace and quiet. You want to have your own neighborhoods. You just want to be able to live that old fucking leave-it-to-beaver lifestyle. No, that's not going to happen, dude. It'll never fucking happen. There's no amount of, you know, no amount of trying to sugarcoat it and make it as optic-friendly as possible to where the enemy will concede and say, yeah, they're actually right. They have a right to exist. I mean, it's pretty clear when something is bland is it's okay to be white as fucking screamed about being some kind of white supremacist slogan. You know what fucking where we're at in society at this point. So the optics part, I'm not saying don't try to fucking semi don't try to cuss less. Don't be like me. Try to try to be a little more articulate when you're talking to people. Try to make your case without having to drop the uh, talk about niggers and kikes and such. That's you can do that. You know, I just do it because I'm just used to it. And it's just the way I am. And I mean, when there's certain contexts, if I'm talking to people that I think will respond better to me not dropping uh, kind of racial slurs, then I will go that route. It just all depends, you know. In my own, you know, in my own environment, I, that's just kind of like who I am. That's what I, the way I talk and that's the way I think. But it's not, you know, you get what I'm saying. There's no reason to, you know, you don't have to, you, you get what I'm saying. Though. The point is, it's, it doesn't matter what you say, or sorry, how you say it. It's what you're saying that's going to fucking make them decide whether or not they're going to scream and holler that you're a white supremacist and a racist and you need to be driven from polite society and driven underground and you should be starving and etc. So that's, I guess, my point, that she didn't know that and she probably thought the message was good, probably thought she was going to make some headway and it just actually backfired and turned out much worse. And then, you know, I'm, you know what I mean? Just it didn't help. And, uh, you know, but the Prussian Blue was still a band that was out there, and it was still a nice, cool little thing. I mean, I know Jay Haight doesn't like it. He thinks they, they're horrible and et cetera. But, I mean, when they were doing this stuff, I believe they actually believed in it, at least for the first few CDs or something. They were really enthusiastic kids that were really into to trying to spread the message of a pro-white thing. I mean, I don't know about the music personally, and... Maybe it sounds like some god-awful garbage pop music. I have no clue. I mean, I'm assuming the idea was they were going to reach out to kids their own age and get them to listen to this stuff. I don't know. So, anyways, that's just kind of a blast from the past and a little bit of history lesson there for all these people that are constantly talking about the optics and acting as if we just have the right optics, we're going to win. It's not about the optics. It's about destroying the enemy. It's about being able to break his stranglehold on uh, news and entertainment media and be able to reach out with our own message. And, you know, that's a good message to have is 
you can have your message coming out any way it wants to. I guess is what I'm trying to say is there's no reason to be attacking other people that spread the message the way they do because we're reaching different segments of society. You know, some people are reaching other segments of society that would turn off a show like mine because they don't like the way I speak, they don't like the slurs I use or the cussing, or they don't like the fact that I've been a skinhead all these years or the fact that I went to prison, that I had hate crimes, etc., you know, there's people that might actually say, no, nope, this ain't a person for me. That's some goddamn bonehead thug type, you know. And sure, I don't care if they think that. That doesn't bother me. I know I'm, in, you know, I know I'm intelligent. I'm well-read on these subjects. It's not like they're going to stump me, so I'm not worried about it. But, you know, perception is reality for some people. And some people believe that they're going to be able to change the reality by just simply getting people to say certain words and say things certain ways. And more power to you. I don't think that's really going to help. I think that's we've kind of proven through history. It's uh, the last hundred years. It's their grip on our media, our entertainment, and everything else that's made it to where it's going to be an uphill battle regardless. And basically the best we can hope for is the old National Alliance model of building strong infrastructure while this infrastructure around this crumbles, which I'll get into more later because I got to see a whole bunch about the woke military shit and everything else that's happening. So, that being said, let's move on to the next block, and we'll see you folks on the other side. 88. The page is torn, used up and worn, my tired eyes did see the jungle of the third world all surrounding me. Cut from the Kali Yuga, stuck in Baltimore City So I felt compelled to leave it on a train I was robbed, I had no job When before that I had three Parasites and sodomites did claim their victory They told me of my privilege like I was royalty And would you guess who was leading them all on? Because the rats ain't hiding in the walls no more They've made their case to show their face Let's push them out the door See them as they hurry and they beat their drums of war No, the rats ain't hiding anymore When I arrived in Boonville for one of work and bread No fields and farms, no royal charms, it wasn't what they said And when I saw it all firsthand in the land of walking dead Yeah, a muddled mass strung out on dope and smoke Instead of working on the farms, they were rotting on the draw And instead of stills, it was snorting pills behind the prison wall at 40 bucks a lotto scratches old band strip mall And a black market whore outside the liquor store Because the rats ain't hiding in the walls no more Morosa, Rose and Tim Unwise, they've got unsettled scores House of Cards comes crashing and it scatters around the floor No, the rats ain't hiding anymore the myth of blood, the wrath of banks We're trapped between two dreams Born of our people's suicide It's ghost ripped at the seams Too scared to wake your brother As he's walking in his sleep Yeah, I know the feeling all too well Now when they call you racist 
and paranoid and crass. It won't mean much, we're on the cusp, these things will come to pass. And when it all comes crashing, will you stand ready for the clash? When it all comes out of scurrying and mass. Because the rats won't be hiding in the walls no more. They've made their case to show their face, let's beat them out the door. See them as they hurry and they beat their drums of war. No, the rats ain't hiding anymore. Because the rats ain't hiding anymore. No, 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 no more gorillas. No, 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 no more gorillas. No, 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 no more gorillas. No, 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 no more gorillas.
so we're back. The last song you just heard was, uh, let's see, it was Prussian Blue with the song The Stranger. Obviously, I went on a little rant about that. So I'm over here hanging out with Travis and some of the fellas. We're having a good time, having a little party here, just kind of drinking and having some fun. And uh, we're having a good stuff. And so Travis is going to go ahead and introduce these next three songs for you. And all you got to do is read that there, Travis. So go ahead and uh, tell everybody what they're about to hear next. Midtown Boot Boys, Road Nazi. Read the whole thing. Uh, RAC. RAC, off the album Unfinished, business released in 1996, Midtown Productions. Prussian Blue, The Snow Fell, Screwdriver Acoustic Ballads of the album Fragment of the Future, released in 2003 by Resistance Records. Max Resists 88 Rock and Roll Band. Lanzer Cover, RAC off the album Keep Fighting, released in 2002 by Panzerfaust Records. All right, so tell us a little bit about uh, what, what's happening there, Travis. How, uh, what are we having here? We're having a good little time, having a party at your house, a little bonfire and whatnot. A little bonfire drinking. Having a good time. Having, a good time. having some good times, hanging out with some comrades, doing yep. some good stuff, meeting new people, you know, doing that type of shit. Yep. So this is the kind of stuff we want you, everybody to come out here and do. You need to build some bonds, build some community with your local white folks and stuff. Yeah, you work with that, right? So what do you think? That's, that sounds about right there, sounds brother? Sounds about right. All right. So that's what we're saying. So all right, brother, uh, this is going to be it for this block, and we'll see you folks on the other side. 88? 88. Try to get away, but they 
Fucking Christ. You fucking retards.
song is dedicated to all white nationalists all around the world. United, we will win. block is going to be from Dennis Odinson, who's from uh, Odin's Law, so that's pretty cool. Uh, so, the first band he picked was Befell, Des, Guy Weissen, Durs Wilds, 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 Wilds Land, Vor 1000 Yarn, and it's RAC Metal from Germany off the album Deutsch, Gillette, released in 2017 by Rebel Records. And then the next band is going to be Ozla. Business is good. There's RAC Metal from Canada off the album Still Standing Strong, released in 1999 by Sub-Zero Records. And the final band will be Division Germania and Dime Tag, RAC from Germany off the album Nemesis, released in 2006 by PC Records. So that's pretty cool. So like I say, hopefully uh, we'll be able to get Dennis out here and have them do a whole block of old Law music, old Law songs, and uh, talk about the band, some of the 
cool shows and other stuff that they did back in the day when they were uh, a band doing stuff. So hopefully um, we'll get him on soon. So let's see. I don't even know. I'm pretty hungover from last night. Uh, hopefully fucking Jay Hate doesn't play any of those drunken rants I did last night. Really bad. Oh, they're pretty fucking horrible. So, that's how it goes. Anyways, uh, yeah, so that's it for this block. I'm going to go ahead and not really do much of a rant, probably for the rest of the fucking show, unfortunately, because I feel like fucking garbage. So, there you go, kids. Uh, good reason not to drink. Feeling fucking horrible. Hangover. Oh, and I don't drink much. That's probably why I'm always so high over when I do drink, but, you know.
I think that's terrible. They got masks and they got hats on and black jackets and it's dangerous here. Wir standen uns zur Seite, 
Im selben tapferen Sturme, im Frieden und im Streite, den unsterblichen Willen zog an jeder Tief in sich. Doch der rote Mob erlauerte Anfang 1930. An dem Tag, als das Schicksal uns erlag. Ich will euch nicht verlassen, doch muss ich leider gehen. Doch eines fernen Tages werden wir uns wiedersehen. Grüß mir, mein liebes Mädel, lebt wohl ja Maria. Mein Vater hat in Ehre, wenn es tobt, dann bin ich da. Saßen in der Kneipe, gemeinsam in der Runde Wir tranken und wir scherzen, so nächtlich später Stunde Als da kam die fremde Rotte aus dem glänzenden Morgengrauen Und das letzte Mal begannen wir, den Tod ins Auge zu schauen An den Tag, als die Rache uns abwarf Ich will euch nicht verlassen, doch muss ich leider gehen doch eines fernen Tages werden wir uns wiedersehen. Lebt wohl, ihr treuen Freunde, lebt wohl, ihr Maria. Mein Vaterland, den Herren, wenn es tobt, dann bin ich da. song you just heard was uh, Division Germania and Damn Tag uh, so hopefully you guys enjoyed that and then the next one's gonna come from our my good friend and the good friend of the show old Blake from Blake and No Lives Matter and also from the Wolfman's A&E and then he used to do the Monday Night Shit Post and he used to come on my show the Wolfpack all the time as well uh, really good kid, fucking great, great guy, fucking 
always glad to be on his show or have him come on my show and stuff. So this one Blake requested, and he picked some pretty good songs, you know. So thank you once again, Blake, for that. Um, and anyone that hasn't seen Blake's show, the Blake and No Lives Matter, if you feel like you just go check it out. He's always got some interesting topics, and he gets some pretty good guests. I mean, uh, shit, I remember he had some guy from the Ukraine that was actually... Well, he's from Norway or Sweden, and he was fighting in the Ukraine for the Asbab Battalion and shit. You know, that's a really interesting guest. So you should definitely check out his show. I don't know when the hell he's going to get Blair Cottrell on. I'm assuming one day, you know, because he does got that Australian guy on his show. So eh, keep an eye on it. He always has really interesting guests. You know, he's had Tom Metzger and lots of other really cool people on his show. So definitely check out his show and... uh you won't regret it, and if uh, you get tired of seeing his uh, snaggletooth grin, you can always turn off the video and just listen to the audio. Sorry, Blake, I just had to throw that one in there, bust your balls a little bit, buddy. All right, so Blake wanted to hear Fight for Freedom. Uh, the first band is going to be Fight for Freedom with the song Gang Life, and they are punk, hardcore, originally released on the Gang Life demo back in 1989. It was later re-released on the album Wolves Session in 2016 by H.C. Streetwear Productions. I think that's H.C. Street, or Hate, what is that? whatever. I, I don't, H.C. Streetwear, really? I don't know. Maybe they recently changed their name. I swear to God, they had a different name. All right, so then the next song is going to be from Chaos 88, 11 to 45, a fucking classic. It's R.A.C. Hatecore. Off the album Welcome to Atlantic City, <clears throat> which was released in 1999 by Tri-State Terror Records. Uh, phenomenal album. Probably one of my favorite uh, Chaos 88 ones. The first one I thought was pretty goddamn good. Uh, lots of classics. Lots of good stuff on there. Just good all-around kind of punk rock stuff with a little pro-white messages in a song or two. And just a lot of kind of like, hey, <laughs> you know, singing about... Uh, the way Warren would always sing about exes and stuff. So that was pretty pretty good stuff, right? Pretty pretty good. You know, he had that raw emotion in there that you always heard whenever he was talking about that stuff, which, you know, a lot of us feel, but obviously we're not going to fucking talk about it, but we get it. And uh, he kind of gives us that release, I guess, you know, lets you think you're not out there alone. Uh, so, you know, that dirty horror, etc. <laughs> you know, he, he had a lot of classics, you know, that... They definitely, you know, there was some built-up angst there about his actions. You could tell. It was uh, pretty pretty good stuff, though. You know, it's always entertaining, and it's good songs. And, no, I don't uh, endorse, you know, like, run around smack bitches or nothing like that. And I don't think Warren, Warren did either. It was just a song. It was just a way to vent to talk about fucking your emotions and shit, right? Nothing, nothing sinister going on. So, love in a 45, even though the song itself seems a little sinister, you know, it's not. It's just getting out some fucking much pin-up feelings and aggression and things that uh, probably some un... You know, just uh, suppressed shit that you had to suppress because, you know, you're, you're, it's a chick, so it's not like you can really fight, you know? It's a woman, so you got to fucking go beat up some nigger instead and maybe end up in jail. So, you know, you got to be careful about that shit. So, anyways, that's probably way too much information. Sorry. So then the next one is going to be Nordic Thunder with Run and Riot which is a Cox Bear cover, and uh, 
it's a pretty good cover too. You know, I mean, North Thunder did it. Uh, I actually like their version of it better than Coxbury's version. So I thought that was pretty cool. And that's uh, RAC off the album Final Stand, released in 1994 by Tri-State Terror. Yeah, I guess. I thought it was like 95, but all right. Uh, so that's it for this block. And uh, go check out Blake and No Lives Matter on uh, the D-Live. Uh, check them out on there. Pretty cool show. All right. We'll see you folks later. 88.
are back, folks. That last song you just heard was Nordic Thunder with Run and Riot. So the last block we're going to end is going to be Will, the Viking he calls himself, ending block. So, um, or Will Viking. I don't know why he put the Viking, but I think it's just Will Viking. But we'll put Will the Viking. Whatever. It doesn't matter. That's what we're going to call him. So the point is, uh, what I was trying to get at is, unfortunately, we wasn't able to get everyone's request in because... You know, we can only put so many songs on a show. His computer can only handle so much, and we got to kind of limit the shows now to about an hour and a half to two hours tops. So next, I don't know, the next show we'll use all the requests that we didn't use, and maybe even the show after that, depending on how many I actually ended up getting on that. Uh, so we got plenty more material. It's uh, just whether or not we're going to use it next week or the week after, the week after that. It's, it's definitely going to be within the next month. We will definitely have that other listeners show back up. It all is really dependent on our guests, on whether or not they're coming on. We're waiting for them to send us material. We're waiting on certain people that have been telling us that they're going to send us some stuff, some audio clips so we can put it on the show and premiere some new songs from them. So we're just kind of waiting on that right now. So if that doesn't happen by, you know, by the end of next week or the end of this week, we'll put on an, another listener's request for the week after, or, you know, next week. So it just depends. I mean, we're assuming that we're going to get this stuff from our guests, and then we'll end up having, like, a show with a guest on it, and maybe two shows in a row with guests on it, and then we'll throw on the listener request, the second, you know, fourth, fifth, whatever version it is. But what you guys ended up putting in my Telegram chat this time, we'll end up putting on there, which reminds me, well, you're lucky you even got this one on here because I said put it in the Telegram. I didn't want you guys to message me on Facebook. With it. That's why I put it in the Telegram thing. If you're in the Telegram group, then just throw it in there. That way it's easier for me to organize all the different lists of songs and stuff, right? So that's pretty much the way I'm thinking. Uh, and then that's, uh, that's it. I mean, it's a good show. You guys had some really good picks. And I'm fortunately, I just kind of went down the list as to who sent the stuff first. It wasn't like I said, oh, I like this stuff better. It was just whoever sent me stuff, I went down the list and went through it, and that was like some of the first people that sent me messages. And Will Viking here was probably the first or second person to send me a message saying, hey, yeah, I want these songs. And then uh, all everybody else was in the chat, and I just kind of went down the line picking who put in what. So, like I said, we will get to your songs on the next show that we do for the listeners' uh, request, listener appreciation show. We got uh, a couple more of those lined up, so don't worry. It'll be in the next week, two, three weeks, something like that. We'll definitely have another one before the end of the month. We will have another listeners' show. So we will get your request in. So keep go ahead and, you know, I mean, you can keep putting them in there. I got no problem with that because then it gives me a list of conscious songs I can put in there, and we might might just start doing it. If I get enough in there, we might just put in, like, one or two blocks of listener songs every week. You know, I just had to talk to Jay Haight about this, and uh, I think that'd be kind of cool if we could do that, especially if we keep getting a, a list of people putting in songs that they want to hear and stuff. We could throw, like, a block in, like, okay, this week, so-and-so, just shout-out to them because, you know, they requested these songs, and we're going down a list, and there you go. But like I said, we'll definitely do a whole entire show of all the rest of this stuff, and then we'll see about putting in maybe a block or two every show from now on of listeners' requests, as long as you guys keep putting in requests on my Telegram channel. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. Didn't mean to make that as long and convoluted. Jeez. Never mind. <laughs> I didn't make it to mean to make it that long to tell you guys that we might be doing that. I ain't 100% sure yet. 
So don't hold me to it because I got to talk to Jay. And, uh, you know, I got to give him some input into the show, too, because he does a lot of the work, most of the work on his show. I've usually, I'm just kind of the voice and picking some of the songs and themes, and we work together on this, but he does all the technical stuff on it. So, you know, I got to give credit to Jay. He does a lot of the work for us, and uh, without him, I wouldn't really be able to do the show. So we definitely appreciate you doing this for us, Jay, and everyone else that comes on the show. I definitely appreciate all the guests. Appreciate everyone that comes and listens to the show and sent me your list and stuff. That's super cool. I'm it's really awesome when I go to shows and I see other people and they're like, oh, yeah, that's Mark from White Power. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, I listen to the show. It's really cool to get to see everyone and actually talk to you guys in person, too. That's why I'm hoping I'll see more of you and the shows coming up the, later this year. I know we're going to have something on Labor Day. When we get closer to it and I can get details and tell, tell you guys, you know, I'll let you know more about it and who's going to be playing and stuff, so... Just uh, keep your ears open and keep listening to this show, and I'll let you guys know what's happening. All right, so that being said, let me get into the very last block here from Will the Viking. So Will is getting uh, his very first request is going to be from 14 Sacred Wards, Declaration of uh, Declaration of War. They are NS Metalcore off the album Not Alone, released in 2017 by Opus Records, and the U.S. version was released by Label 56 that same year. So, that's pretty cool. Fucking A. I love uh, Jason, good friend. He's also another good friend of the show. I got to have him back on some point when he's not so busy. And uh, shout out to Jason. Go check out their new CD. I believe it just came out this light last year sometime. I want to say he just put out a new CD. And I know he's working on some stuff, too. I know he's got at least a song or two that he's going to put out on that new Final War album that uh, Dirk and Tinnitus Records is going to be releasing this fall. So you guys definitely check that out. That uh, Final War Tribute will be coming out. Definitely pick it up. It's going to be awesome album. You guys love it. Trust me. It's going to be good stuff. All right. So then the next band is going to be the legendary Blue-Eyed Devils with Holocaust 2000. Probably one of the best, one of their best CDs. I mean, they got a lot of good ones, but Holocaust 2000 was one of my personal favorites. Uh, then it's Hate Core off the album Holocaust 2000, which was released in 1998 by Tri-State Terror. This song seems a little dated as 20 years late. Holocaust 2021, that's what Jay Hate said, not me. Uh, yeah, let's uh, make it happen. All right. <laughs> and then the final song is going to be Angry Arians with uh, Misintegration, Fade to Black. And they are Hate Core off the album Too White for You, released in 2002 by Resistance Records. A pretty solid pick, people. Really solid stuff you sent requests for. We appreciate it. And uh, like you said, 1488, brothers and sisters.
special thing because we're going to plug this uh, whack fest the whack fest it is a what the hell is it again it is let me look and see he sent me the email so let me tell you about it so whack fest <laughs> whack fest 2021 
as a live musical event. <clears throat> it's uh, the White Art Collective's thing. They're going to be premiering June 26th at 7 p.m. Eastern, and they're also going to do another day at uh, July 3rd at 7 p.m. So the day before, um, the day before uh, the 4th of July, and uh, you can go check it out on their website. It's uh, whiteartcollective.com. They're going to have a whole live thing. It's going to be on DLive. They'll also be on Odyssey. And apparently they actually managed, they still got a YouTube channel. So uh, I don't know how long that'll last, but uh, the, the White Art Collective YouTube channel, you can go check them out on there. You can check them out on DLive TV. It's, uh, I'm sorry, HTTPS dash double, or sorry, the two dots dash dash DLive.tv slash White Art Collective. And W, A, and C are all capitalized. And then they're also going to stream from Odyssey. And it's on odyssey.com slash at White Art Collective with W, A, C all capitalized. And apparently YouTube, I guess, just type in White Art Collective and you should find them. So they're going to have some people there. Eminent Rain. Uh, for and all, a couple of the other people, uh, you know, so I don't, I didn't see, he says it's got all the artists around here, but I don't see it, uh, but anyway, so that's all the stuff they got, so it's, you know, Jack White, good friend of the show, for and all, good, another good friend of the show, and Eminent Rain, another, just a new good friend of the show, and the, they'll be playing their music there, so if you guys have enjoyed any of that stuff, go check them out. It'll be pretty cool, and it'll be well worth your time to watch it. I mean, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's free. It should be because it's on DLive TV, so I'm sure it's free, and they just uh, would appreciate some contributions so they can keep doing what they're doing and putting out some new music and maybe producing some CDs and whatnot. So we'll see, see what kind of interest they got. And finally, we got a request from Glenn that we had to slap in here, uh, so... We're going to grab that and throw it on because Glenn has been a friend of the show from the beginning. And basically, I'm just throwing in this extra one for him. So don't everybody get all mad or anything. It's just I had to talk about this uh, whack fest. And I figured I might as well throw in a song while I'm doing it. Uh, so anyways, the White Art Collective Fest 2021, like you said, July, 20, or sorry, July 3rd at 7 p.m. Eastern. And also June 26th. Go check it out on our YouTube channel. D-Live Rodicey, and Glenn wanted a classic from Squadron, Anthem to the Estranged, and it's off the album The Suppression of Faith LP, 1998 release from Destiny Records, so Anthem to the Estranged should be some pretty good stuff, because Glenn has always got good picks, Glenn knows the fucking good old skinhead rock and roll, we love you Glenn, thanks for the request, and sorry for all the other folks we wasn't able to get to, I promise you. We will get to you soon in the next couple weeks. So, uh, that being said, this has been Mad Mark. And, uh, Josh, you want to say give us an 88 on the way out? 88. 88. All right. So, that's it, folks. We'll see you next week.
can't find this fucking thing. He sent me the goddamn email earlier. Or the text. I think he texted it to me. Let me see. Uh, da, da, fucking Christ. Half the time it's due to the phone. Uh, should be fine. Oh shit, I'm still fucking recording. I fell asleep there. Ah, fuck. Alright, let me see. Hopefully I can cut out that part where I was fucking sleeping. Let me see what's happening. Alright. God damn it, fuck it. 